Hey guys, welcome back or welcome to the Declaration and Faith podcast. I am your host, Damatis Murray, and it's been a while since I uploaded an episode. I made the month of March my moving forward month, and I dedicated it solely to my relationship with God, which I will explain more about in either the next episode or the episode after the next one. But today's episode however is an exciting one because i have two very special guests my first time having guests on the podcast or whatever (laughs) before i introduce my guests though or have my guests introduce themselves you guys know i usually talk about my week and how it went and what i did like at the beginning of each episode right but i don't want to do that anymore (laughs) I feel like it's doing the most. I feel like it's doing too much. Maybe if like something significant happens or like if I have a highlight of my week or like if I don't upload for a while, then I'll talk about that. But as far as like something I do at the beginning of each episode type thing, nah, (laughs) I just kind of want to stick to doing my intro and then getting straight into it, you know? So anyways, let's get back into it, though. So like I said, this is my first time ever having guests on the podcast. (laughs) So why not have the first guest be your own parents, right? So yes, I have my parents on the podcast. Parents, please introduce yourself. Okay, I am Theodore. And this is America Theodore, my wife. We are Damali's parents. We are Damali's parents. All right, so um, that's all you want to say to introduce yourself? They introduce us. Yeah, we are um, we are Damali's parents, and um, we are proud to be our parents. But not only that, we are child of God and Christ Jesus. That's the ultimate goal of our life. So. That's who we are. I just want to say that um, as her mother, I just feel proud that she is doing something to reach out to others, to encourage others, and to help others in their walk as she podcasts her daily life to show you that it's not easy, but in Christ, all things are possible. Amen. Yeah. Okay, so... With that being said, we are going to get right into it. So, I have some questions written down that I can ask so that we can discuss, and then we'll just see how the conversation goes and just go from there. So, the first question is, where were you both born and raised? I was born and raised in Haiti, in an island called Lagunav. And um, I left Haiti when I was 16 and moved to the state. And I was born in Panama City, Panama, in a, um, one of the provinces, Bocas del Toro, in a little town called Almirante. And um, I was born and raised. I was Born there, but I was basically um, moved to the States at 12, and I was raised in North Carolina. Okay, so how was your childhood growing up, 
And how did it have an impact on your teenage to young adult years? My childhood was, um, well, I was growing up in a family that that was a blended family. And um, I had a lot to do as a child. And I was one of the main person to, um, my family were farmers um, to do the, take care of the animals at the same time go to school. It That attitude of work prepared me when I came to the state without my parents. That was enabled me to, um, was in shine away from working, from doing the right thing. And because I've been doing it since I was a young kid. But I had a great childhood when I was growing up playing and being outside. I enjoyed it. It, it helped. All those that happen, there are stuff that I didn't understand, but it helped to prepare me to become a better adult and even on helping me raising my children and try to be the best that I can for them. Well, my childhood was great, I have to say. Um, I'm brought up in, in Panama, it was... It's a beautiful place then, and it's a beautiful place now. Um, we were eight, eight, nine of us and nine children. And, um, I just don't know how to this, to this day, I don't know how my mom did it, but they did it. My mom and my dad, they did it and they raised us. And my childhood helped me in my teenage, let's say my going to school growing up because the things that my mom and my mom and my dad instilled in us today I still carry those things with me. I am strongly believing my morals and you know I try to raise my, my children the same way with morals and values and they they instill that in me and today I still live by those because I just feel that your morals and your values would take you a long way. And I try to instill that in my children and um I remember in high school, I didn't have many friends because I was, I refused to, let's say to not follow what I was taught. I was taught that I didn't have to follow others. I was taught that I didn't have to, I have to do wrong to fit in. So those things carried me through my high school year into my adult year. And I still stand on that today. Okay. I think um I think that's a good point to make is like just the way you were like you're saying like in your teenage and like high school years of just like knowing that just because of the way you grew up and just what you were taught and what you believe like you you didn't feel as if you needed to hang out with these type of people or do these things just so you can follow the crowd or just so you can like try and fit in, you know, you knew like, you know, this is who I am and I don't believe in doing that. And I don't want to put myself in this situation because I know right from wrong. And I know what I believe in. I, I, I know what's good and what is best for me. So I feel like it's like a lot of the time, like children and teenagers feel as if they have to follow the crowd or they have to, act a certain way just for 
attention and for friends and for like all these different things. But, you know, we know that if we just be who we are and who God made us to be, we we don't have to put on this facade or this show and we'll attract like genuine, you know, real connections and real people in our lives. So, and I feel like I can like relate to that a lot too, just like, you know, you know, I mean, you guys know how I am, but just like, you know, not trying to do things for show or not trying to like be somebody I'm not for the sake of other people. It's like, you know, I know who I am and I know that I don't have to do those things in order to, you know, I don't need attention and I don't want this type of group to like me and these people to like me. You know, we don't need like validation or approval from people when we already have it in God. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. So, and then like, well, still, even so, like, as far as your like teenage slash like young adult years, like, um, you know, we all go through things, we all go through problems and different situations. And so, um, what were some of the like difficult things you faced um, as like a teenager or just like the transition into like young adulthood? And mom, you can like, you can go first and continue with that. Well, going into my um, growing up, when we moved to the States, it was a little difficult because it was just mom here taking care of all of us and dad working in Panama, the currency is not the same. So when he's working for $1,000 a month in Panama versus mom working for $1,000 a week here in the United States, the cost of living is different. So his help wasn't enough, let's say, to help us here in the States. So basically, we had to go out and get jobs I mean, that didn't compromise our going to college because we went to college and we finished college. We had to pay for it ourselves, but that didn't compromise us. But we did have to go out and get jobs. We had to help out with the bills, you know, but it just made us more responsible, I think. It just made us more responsible. And to know that um, the lifestyle that we once had, now we're facing something different, but it doesn't it doesn't make you less than who you are supposed to be. I hope that makes sense. Because even though we had to almost fend for ourselves, causing us to grow up a little bit faster, I want to say, because we have more responsibilities, versus if we were at home, our parents would be taking care of us and we wouldn't have to worry about the things that we had to worry about, you know? But that um, propelled me into a adulthood to be responsible, to take care of what I had to take care of. And I know it It has been in a, a mother and a wife. I still have that thing with me that I have to take care of everything. And I, I have to say that's one of my bad habits that I feel that I have to take care of everything. I okay, want to be done yeah. now and it has to be done now. Yeah. You know, you know, okay, so. wait, let's, before you go that route, let's <laughs> pause because... I'll say something uh, to that, but okay. Um, okay, so dad, you can now like, you know, kind of share um, like, you um, know, difficult things. and It's your mom and I probably have similar um, story when it comes to transis- um, transitioning to adulthood. And when I came to the state at age 16 and um, 
didn't have parents to support me. Right away, I had to get a job to um, to pay my rent, to um, buy my school clothes, and to eat. And I remember I was playing soccer out of my high school in View Beach, Florida. And I had to make a decision. I had a um, dishwashing job at Denny's. And my practice for soccer was after school. I had to go practice at, right after school at 3.30. But I had to be at work at, at 4, 4.30 sometimes. So I had to make a decision to um, quit playing soccer and, and wash dishes and, um, in order for me to pay my bills. But with all that, I don't regret it because it was allowed me to to uh, do what I need to do to um, take care of myself, and then and then that pushed me to do what I need to do to take care of my family. And there are people. Sometimes I look back, there are people that had more help than I did, but I was able to finish high school and went to school and. Joined the army. I mean, a lot. It was a lot of blessing based on that decision alone, versus of of me whining and crying. I didn't have the help that I needed. Exactly. So, okay. it just, it's blessing. It's a blessing. Um, how how would you say was your, or like is your relationship like with your parents? Like, how was it like? overall throughout your childhood and versus, you know, now, or, you know, you can speak on that. Well, um, there is something that was lingering me, um, in my mind and my heart for a long time, because I had, I had grown up with, um, a stepmom and there were treatment that I didn't like. I was treated indifferent versus her own kids. And, um, I remember instant, where my school uniform, they would hire, they would iron their other kids' school uniform and mine would, I would go to school with wrinkle uniform. Or, um, back home we had, we had, um, a kitchen, like an outside kitchen, not like in the state where they had the kitchen inside the house. The outside kitchen can be infested with cockroaches and, 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 and scary. my food would be, we men in the outside kitchen and um and there are the kids food going in the men house where there is no roaches. And I remember there were a lot of times that I was um I had to fight with roaches and uh, um to eat. Just eat roaches leftover. But um I did it. I mean I remember doing it. But um to a point I used to look at my dad different. But until one time as I become, I think, I believe I was like 11 years old and I stopped being rebellious against what was going, what was being done to, toward me. And, um, this particular time I came home, it was my, my dad and my older brother food and the men table inside the house. My food was in the in kitchen outside. So as I walked outside and I saw the food, it had so much many cockroaches in that plate and I'm like I'm not eating it so I went inside and ate that food that was next to my dad and then when my brother came he was like where's my food and that's when I told him I said I saw two plates and one I believe one was with my dad and I ate the other one that's when I believe it was my stepmom or one of my sisters said your food was in the kitchen 
And that's when my dad come on and say, in the kitchen, what do you mean in the kitchen? And I was shocked. I was like, I've been fighting watches all my life to eat. Where have you been? So it took, it put a bad taste in my mouth. And the big issue with my dad that I had was, um, and I tried to raise my kids the same way. That's what I took out of it that he didn't talk to me. I never have like a dad and son talking. Okay. Don't do this. That this is not the way life goes and like a life lesson. And, and, um, all I, all that, my only inter- interaction with my dad when I was growing up is that I was getting a beating for something I did wrong. No, no communication of this is wrong. This is right. But I had, I had, I, I resent him for that. And, but I had to forgive him. And, 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 but I took a lesson from that. Even when, when I was dealing with, uh, Lorenzo, I had to, um, reframe myself from want to, beat him because I don't want to be just about beating. You sometimes you can smack somebody to get their attention, but the overall is communication is better. So that's that's what I get from my dad. But um other than that, we've been with my stepmom and I wanted to ask her why was she treating me that way. But God had took that from me. I, I believe I was sharing that not too long ago. And they told me that just leave it alone. Leave it alone. And and Think, look where you at. And so I, I thank God. But sometimes people in the family you grow up, things can be done. You're not proud of. But at the end of the day, as long we willing to repent and move forward. And that's what I get from all of that. We, we are capable of changing if we want to, but we all make mistakes. So. Okay. And then my, um, how was your relationship with your parents growing up? Well, I have to say that, um, you know, grandpa passed and um, it's bittersweet because he's missed, he's missed dearly. Um, I, we grew up with loving parents. We grew up with parents who taught us right from wrong. Um, grandma, grandpa and I had a wonderful relationship. Um, he called me um, Chumba. That's what he called me. <laughs> That's grandpa's nickname to me was Chumba. And um grandma and I, grandma and I would talk for hours on the phone. We laugh, we go shopping together. She is she's my bestie. She I definitely say grandma is my bestie. And um I love her dearly. Miss her when she's gone. Every time she leaves, I miss her. But we have a wonderful relationship. I have, you know, talks with her and sometimes, you know, one once before, many times before, you would ask her, how come you didn't teach me this? How come you didn't show me this? And, you know, her answer would be because she didn't know herself, you know? And it's hard for you not to be upset with someone who did not know to teach you, you know? Um, if she knew, I'm sure she would have taught us. But there's things in life that, things in life that we stumble through growing up that if we had someone to teach us, you know what I'm saying? We won't be going down that road. Um, pregnancies, you know, um, boyfriends, heartbreak, you know, things like that. Um, birth control. These things we did not get from our mother because she didn't know. She didn't know. And, and no one talked to her about it. So how was she supposed to talk to us about it? And it's something that I thank God that 
I was able to talk to my daughters, you, for instance, Gabby, um, Biani's here, Joelle, okay? I spoke to Lorenzo about it also. I was able to talk to you guys about birth control and dating and different and things like that. Things like that because birth boys need birth control too. Because, you oh. know, oh, you don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, don't do oh, it. Uh, don't have sexual intercourse. That's birth control. <laughs> okay. It is birth control. Okay. And um, I was able to te- talk to you guys about these things and openly and not be ashamed and freely. And that's the blessing that we have that I feel that I have with you guys because I'm able to communicate with you guys. So, okay, actually, I guess I can just go into this question. Um, so how has the journey been of being a blended family um you know meeting you know each other's families meeting each other's children 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 you know living together in different times and seasons and you know dad was talking about how you know growing up you know he had like you know a stepmom and you know that like blended family aspect and so just you know I guess with that already having that experience how has it been like I guess, Dad, you can start, like, you know, with this, with your answer, but how has it been, like, and, you know, just for, you know, when we say blended family, of course, like, we don't say blended family, but just for the sake of the listeners, you know, blended family, you know, the step parents and the stepchildren and all that, like, we, that's what it is, but we don't say blended family, we just say family, you know, you have to say you're my dad, you know, exactly. that's my brother, that's my sister, but, you know, just for the sake of the audience, but how has it been for you? Well, I would say me at first, um, I had made mistake and um, handling it because I was so focused on not having it the way I do it the way I was brought up. I was so overwhelmed to show love, but didn't know how. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so I was so overwhelmed to show love, being protective, because I didn't have that growing up, and I didn't want that for for the family that I have now. Even though it's blended, I didn't want that to be that way. So, I didn't know. I want. I had of my heart was full of love, but I didn't know how to show it. Sometimes it came out wrong. And, 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 but throughout the time, uh, with times, learning experience, and I would say like right now, if in the position that I, that we in, I am right now, it would have been, I would say it would have been better to start right now to go up, but we have, we have a great relationship right now. And, and, and again, when you don't know, you don't know, but I, I, I don't know if I can call it a mistake because I just, I wanted to love. I wanted to show love that I didn't get. And then I would, that was all that drove me, but I didn't, I didn't factor there can be mistake. 
it cannot, it, sometimes it doesn't receive the way you want to give it. And, and um, it doesn't receive that. What do you do? I didn't know that. I was, I was just, I would say, um, was it misinformed or naive or whatever the case may be? Because life will, in life, we, we want to do a lot of things. And, and, but there, there is work, there's a process to get there. Like, like for myself, I remember because of my, um, growing up, this is two things that I asked God that I, I, I wanted from him for me not to have children with more than one woman because half of my situation with my, my parents, my dad and my stepmom. The second one was for me to only marry one woman, then I have all my children with that one woman. So there, that, that cycle will not repeat itself. But that didn't happen that way. So now I am rushing and I'm fighting to make it right. Cause I didn't want, you know what I mean? I didn't want that particular thing keep continuing. I didn't want that cycle, that curse to, to continue in my, in my lineage or in my life to be like, as for you guys that, um, to say that I had treated you guys like a stepchild. I wanted to treat you guys as my own kids, but I didn't know how. You know I, what I'm saying? I have to say that. Um... Oh, wait, hold on, mom. Hold your thought right down. <laughs> hold on. Um, I was going to say, like, well, just like with what you just last said, dad, um, I like, and I know you talked about like growing up and just like the way that you were treated in certain moments, like you felt as if you were being treated as like the like quote unquote stepchild and like felt like, you know, your the attention is not is, you know, not on you and you're not like receiving that like care and the love that you need and, you know, just, you know, all these different things. But just like just like with that last point you said, just for me, like I never felt as if you like treated me or like, you know, any of us, like, you know, you come into into our lives like I never felt like you treated me as if I was like an outcast or if I wasn't like, if I was the, you know, the stepchild, like I've, I've always felt as if you treated me and all of us as if we were like your, or your, like your own children. So, um, yeah, so I just, I thank God for that, that, you know, I, and, you know, none of us ever, you know, felt that way. So we, you know, I just thank you for just treating me as if I was, you know, one of your own, you know, and that's why I say like, you know, I just say you're my dad and those are my siblings and there's no like step and, you know, but um, also I was going to say, um, also you were talking about like your parents, like not like you guys not having that like communication aspect. And so it's like, rather than like, you know, having conversations, their, their response was anger or their response was spankings or their response was beatings and you know, rather than just like saying, let's talk about this and let's try and find a better way to resolve this. And so, um, well, actually, before I get into my next question, I was also going to say, um, I was going to say also, you know, you were talking about like, you're you talking to God about um, only, you know, wanting to be married to 
like one woman having children with one woman and not, you know, doing the whole divorce and remarried thing. But, you know, I just, I feel like even with that, like sometimes God doesn't, yeah, sometimes God doesn't allow like these certain things to happen to allow for, you know, other things to happen. And, you know, they end up as, you know, a blessing, you know, because he already knows like what we need and he already knows what's going to happen. So, um, yeah, but okay. And then, um, well, I guess I, I can ask like, how, how was it like, as far as, you know, just like remarrying and, you know, getting to know this new woman and getting to know her children and her family, like, how was like that transition of it? Like, you know, cause I'm sure it could be difficult or, you know. Well, being, no, well, there's particularly we married part of it because I'd never been married before. But she's my first wife. Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've never been married. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and, um, when I met your mom, but before I met your mom, and I was, I was just out there. And, and, um, but as I was in church and I saw myself kind of drifting away from the congregation, uh, from church, I was like drifting away. And one thing I asked God, I, I asked, I said, God, uh, to bring whatever woman he's going to allow to come to my life to bring a woman that's going to take me to church, take me back to church. And then that's what your mom did. And then um, we ended up getting married. And, and um, of course, when I met her, I was, I, I was then all the female, the, the aspect of church never came up. But when I met your mom, she invited me to church and, and I was like, that, that's the sign um, of, of, of what I, that's the, that's my prayer being answered. Mm-hmm. And so we end up getting married. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Okay. And, then, <laughs> and then, you know, good so, job. I'll go you. But yeah, yeah. So how was it like, um, okay. Just like getting to know like us and like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, as difficult um at the beginning um um the permanent child that was in the house was you and you you wasn't that difficult the only difficulty i kind of had with you it was that the way i want to come in you, you wasn't letting me in because you just left your dad your mom just left your dad and then you were still protective of that relationship, but I wanted to, I just wanted to be your dad so bad. Sometimes I forced myself, but that was the only kind of difficulty that I encountered. And, and Gabby wasn't, um, sometimes she stayed with us. Joel didn't stay with us at all. So I didn't really, didn't really, um, make a big factor, but you were the one that was there from day one. And, um, wow, with my growing up, um, that bent me when, when, when Lorenzo started to come to stay with us, sometimes I have a little fight with your mom because I was being protective. 
Because when something happened to you bad, you just watch, you watching yourself. That's the whole purpose that I didn't want it to have children with other women because I said, the mom going to take it. They all belong to you. So you're not going to mistreat one and treat one right and mistreat the other one. So there are sometimes that would cause friction in the relation because I was watching so hard if she, as she talked to Lorenzo, how she disciplined him. And then there were times that I would lash out because I didn't like the sound, but it wasn't necessarily mean it was bad. It was just me of being overprotective in the sense of what happened to me because I, I didn't want that to happen to my children and, 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 and any little kids and any kids I do, I don't think they deserve any bad treatment. So, but it wasn't, we, as you guys, you didn't give me any issues at all. I can't say um, I had an issue to to I knew what I was getting into when we first met. We introduced ourselves and we um, we tell each other where we were at. Far as children, far as where we want to go, different stuff like that. So we both entered with welcome arm, and and I didn't have any issue with it. And you guys didn't. Especially, like I said, especially you that was mainly in the house 24-7, that was from age of six till, till you joined the Air Force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you, you wouldn't make it difficult. Like I said, they're only difficult. Like I wanted to, sometimes I tell you when I, when I say that it's true. Um, you know me, um, Better than, um, I raise you or know you better than any, any of my other children. And that is true because we, I spend more time with you than any one of them. So, so okay. So mom, I'll let you <laughs> speak. <laughs> this is going well. No, that is so much. Okay. Well, uh-huh. my question is, um, I guess like the same question, like how was it for you like remarrying? Because I know like you actually remarried. So how was it for you? <laughs> how was it for you remarrying and um, you know, getting to know dad and getting to know, you know, his children, you know, Snisha Lorenzo and just like that, like us all coming together and getting to know his family, his brothers, his mom, like how was that transition for you? Well, I have to say that it was, um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was like he mentioned, it was bad when he tried to make things out to what they weren't, that he was seeing things that they were. Basically, he thought I was treating Lorenzo indifferent. Well, Lorenzo can't remember a day when I treated him indifferent. You know what I'm saying? But it's because of his background and how he was brought up and he did not want that for his children, which now is understood. But it made it really difficult then. Without, it made it hard for me to parent Lorenzo as I would you guys because he was watching, making sure I didn't do something wrong when there was nothing wrong because he was just protective because of how he was brought up. But besides that, no, Snisha is a very loving young lady. Um, grow up to be, you know, in her own yes yeah, so the transition wasn't like um difficult because like i said um snisha she wasn't 
she did not um live with us but she came to visit and we have and had a good relationship and Lorenzo now is on his own and we have a good relationship so the transition wasn't bad knowing um Tony's family um everyone is different okay we had our ups and downs but I have to say that um that we are we're we're good we're good it was difficult with his mother because of the language barrier but we're good we're good she's um we're good now so it's no complaints no complaints I just thank God through the transition of, you know, marriage and children and to see everyone growing up and doing well just makes my heart glad. That's basically what it is, you know, for extended family, you know, um, brothers-in-law, sisters-in-law, just to see everyone doing well. That's what, you know, makes joy, gives me joy, put it that way. Mm -hmm. I think um, for me, you know, and I can only speak for myself and not the rest of the children but I think for me um I feel like it wasn't difficult in the sense of like you know just like meeting you know Snish and Lorenzo and just like I feel like it was like a you know just like an instant connection you know there wasn't any like oh I don't you know there wasn't any like friction there wasn't any like you know i just felt like it was a instant connection like and just especially like with lorenzo like just like how close we were especially like being younger and you know being like yeah just being like a few years apart and just like you know just our relationship you know just growing up and just being close and just you know being able to just talk talk to each other and hang out and all these different things but um yeah i I feel like when I was like younger and just like like first like meeting dad and like already you know you guys already know but um I feel like for me it was kind of like a and just like being that young like you know six or seven however old I was like in you know first or second grade um it was just kind of like who is this <laughs> man <laughs> you know like you know what I mean <laughs> like and just the initial meeting, you know, he wasn't like, he was very kind. He wasn't rude or anything, but it's just like, for me, it's like, I don't know who you are. I don't want you to, I don't want a stepdad. I don't want someone to come into my life to take the place of my dad. You know, I know who my dad is and, you know, you're not my dad type of thing. So it's just like adjusting to that. Like, you know, it just take, it just took me a little bit to get out of the whole, like, blended family stepdad you know mentality and just like coming to like actually like okay this is my dad you know I'm gonna call him dad and he's you know been there for me like you know this entire time and you know taking care of me you know not just like the physicality of it but also just like um you know being able to just have conversations and you know you know sometimes I know we felt like okay like what's he talking about today like just always just always having like always having something to say like okay what's he talking about now like, here comes dad and it was just so funny like talking with like Lorenzo and Sinesha, like okay like what's next you know like, but I feel like 
know how you are. You're always talking. But my thing is like, even though it felt that way sometimes, like, oh, what is he talking about now? But I feel like the the conversations that we've had and like everything that you've always have to say is like very um, significant. Like you don't just like when you talk, like even just like a regular day to day conversation, when you talk, it's like you actually have something to say. Like you, you don't just like, um, it's not just like small talk or it's not just like talking just to talk and talking just to hear your own voice. Like when you talk, there's like, there's significance and there's meaning and there's like, you know, like an actual conversation, like this is my heart and this is what I want you to hear. You know, even though, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, okay, he's talking, 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 you know, but at the same time, it's just like, you realize you know, these are actually, um, hold on, sorry. Yeah, these are actually, like, meaningful, like, beneficial conversations of him, like, you know, being encouraging and giving advice and um, also listening and also being there. And so, um, yeah, so I just had to just, like, you know, even with ups and downs and just, like, you know, just having to learn and grow in the relationship and just, like, um just coming to know and realize like you know you're especially being young it's like just because this you know person that's in your life now just because they weren't like there like at your birth and you know with your mom the entire time and all these different things like doesn't mean that they can't be a father to you you know because there's a lot of like men in my life that I would consider like you know father figures but it's like um yeah just something that I had to learn like you know just because they weren't there from your birth and weren't there like for that period of time like doesn't mean they can't be your dad or can't be a father to you and you know just like like I said just like you know taking care of me just like physically with things and with providing and just like conversations and just you know as I got older, just helping me grow my faith. And, you know, there's always going to be like, you know, ups and downs and, you know, disagreements here and there, but it's still, um, a, you know, good relationship, you know? So it wasn't, I'm just thank God that, you know, it wasn't like a difficult thing for me. Um, or, you know, obviously it wasn't difficult for you, but, um, you know, just, yeah, you know, there's always going to be problems and situations that come up, but nothing that we weren't able to and can't work through, you know, because it's like we're still here going strong today, you know what I mean? So y'all are still together and you're still, you know, in my life and all these different things. But, you know, it's just like just being thankful because sometimes you hear people talk about like, oh, you know, my stepdad or my stepmom, you know, there was like abuse mentally and physically or there was like you know making me feel like an outcast or you know all these different like unfortunate stories that we hear and that we pray for and we just thank god that it turned out the way it did you know so that's what i'm thankful for that thankful for this relationship and just everything you know working out and working together so um yeah so okay so did um, this can be for you, Dad. Um, well, you can like answer the question first. But did you feel like your? And I guess you already like 
already kind of talked about this, but um, just like how your childhood or how your parents like relationship had an impact on like the way your the way you parent have parent like us like you know how is your parenting style now different like do you feel like when you first like met us like do you feel like your parenting style was different versus the way it is now well i would say yes it was different because as i stated before I wanted to, because of not getting to me, maybe uh, my parents, like my dad, my stepmom, they, they love me the, the best way they know how, but um, to me there were some conditions that wasn't called for. Um, and when I started parenting, um, I was, I started with, 100% of love and and it's nothing wrong with that but when you doesn't factor the, the ups and down into love you, you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. you, you're thinking that love is everything going on right mm -hmm. it's love is telling Damalis sit down and Damalis sit down love is everything that nobody up, make you upset or make you mad or anything like that or things goes doesn't go your way or thing doesn't there's a um um what's the word um um yes, a, a mishap um we 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 um i didn't know i didn't factor that in because i was just just come out 100 percent just because of love, I said, if, if love in it, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to go okay. Mm -hmm. But as, as I go older and I start to understand love better, and, that, and it helped me to become a better father, even to uh, your youngest sister, Devan Biani. Mm -hmm. And um, now that when she do something, and uh, I find myself praying, and then calm myself down instead of instead of getting mad or instead of um, approach the situation with um, with calmness mm -hmm. instead of um, trying to um, fuss at her of why she did what she did, but trying to I still wanted to know why and but um, trying to um, allow her to understand the country the consequences of her actions and how to behave, what what's what happened when we don't do the right thing, but at the same time show her love and, and let her know that I got her back no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know so that's the difference that I see versus when I was just like I, I was full blown love but when somebody didn't do what I tell them to do, then I explode. And as if that is not part of the love, that is not part of life. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't with with that love, I didn't leave no room for error mm -hmm. because because it's out of love. There there shouldn't be no error, but that's not life. Mm -hmm. So it all that had to do with um, being young and, and naive and different different aspect of life. But that that would be the difference with with. Um, 
from then and now mm-hmm. that um, I understand that love is kind, love is patient, mm-hmm. love is not, um, love doesn't um, hold wrong, doesn't write down how many times you did me wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, love is, 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 is understanding. I didn't know that. I just just heard the word love, and I just give it my own meaning. I, love, then you got to do everything right. Mm-hmm. You can't make, you can't, you can't miss it. You can't make any error. Mm-hmm. So that would be the difference. Yeah, I think um, a lot of people have like a just like an unrealistic expectation yeah. when it comes to love, and you know, just like just as you just said, um, you know. It's like everything has to be perfect and nothing's going to go wrong. Nothing's going to happen. But it's like, and especially like, just like with our relationship with God, like a lot of people come into, you know, being saved and becoming a believer and having that same mindset, like, okay, nothing's going to go wrong. But, you know, in God's word, he tells us that we're going to have trials and tribulations, but we have to take heart because he already overcame the whole world. But it's like we we can't like walk into things like with this like oh everything's going to be perfect nothing's going to happen i'm not going to go through anything but it's like in it's like in those like in those lessons and then those trials and problems and situations that's where the love can grow even more that's where we can all grow even more in those like in the valley and in those dark and hard times so um yeah well it my parenting style did not change. I still believe what I believed then. I still believe that now. But now I have to exercise caution because of restrictions and things that you can't do. Okay? You can't spank a child openly in public when before you were able to. If your children were unruly in the street, you would be able to snatch them up. But now people look at you sideways when when you snatch your child up. But then when the ch- children are running rampant in the streets, who is policing those children up? Well, what I have learned is that patience and kindness and um, self-control and... Um, the fruits of the spirit has to be exercised. I, I learned how to exercise the fruits of the spirit more mm-hmm. now than I did then. Mm-hmm. Then I couldn't say that I was, I've been a Christian all my life because my mom took us to church all my life, but I wasn't a learned Christian, okay, until my later years when I really started to study the Bible, went under teaching of, under, of Bishop. And learn how to live the Bible. That's what changed my um, outlook and how to parent. But no, I still believe in the same things. I still think children should be a um, certain way. I still believe children should do certain things. And that's what I'm teaching then. That's what I've taught then. And that's what I'm teaching now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the scripture that I was just talking about is John sixteen thirty three. That says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. That I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And that's John sixteen thirty three in the ESV. But um, I have to say that now, um, 
like with everyone gone except for Biani, mm-hmm. I have to learn more now. Not learn more, but I have to think back, think more often on scriptures to keep me calm and keep me peaceful. Mm-hmm. Because school now is not like school then. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're growing up in a different time now. That they make you have to think twice about what you say to them. The influences that they have is different than what you guys have. So you have to uh, uh, sort of like um, tweak what you have to do. But no, I still I am still firm and I still stand on my beliefs, you know, but I still have to exercise patience and caution and different things that I say and how I I discipline her. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, well, I guess we could say like. Uh, there's um as a blended family now there's a total of six of us and so um how i guess actually we can go back to how did you how did you guys meet and how long have you been married well you want to tell the story Uh, (laughs) i'll tell the story (laughs) we met actually at a um by we met, met, met by mistake actually okay um, Tony was it wasn't by mistake. Com- yes, by mistake. <laughs> no, it's not by mistake. No, say this by our mistake, but not God's mistake. Okay, okay. Right, okay. Because well, I say that by our mistake because we didn't know we were going to meet. Okay, but it was by mistake because he was not supposed to come with the person that he was coming with. But he just, you know, you know what? I, I decided to come anyways. He was coming to her graduation and he changed his mind. He was coming to my unit. One of my, the soldiers that I work with was um, getting promoted Mm -hmm. and he changed his mind about coming. But then he was like, you know what? I have nothing else to do. So let me go ahead and come. So he came and that's when we saw each other for the second time. So I said by mistake because he wasn't coming. But the first time we actually met was in a club. We met at the Legion. Yes, we. (laughs) (laughs) We met at a nightclub. Yes, we did. And we danced the night away. And he was a very good dancer. That's what impressed me. Yes, that's what impressed me. That he was a good dancer. And we never saw each other again. And then, all of a sudden, like I said, by mistake, we met again. So that's the reason I say by mistake because I have forgotten about him. A few months have passed and he wasn't even thought of. Mm-hmm. And then when we met again, it was like, whoa. Oh, that's that guy from the club. <laughs> that's that guy from the club. <laughs> but yeah, we met and then we went out and 17 years later, here we are. Okay, so I was going to bring up... Okay, so it's Exodus twenty twelve in the KJV, and this one says, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And so with that, um, what is your, I guess, what is your take on this scripture? Like, especially when it's saying, like, honor thy father and thy mother, like, how... What is your take on it? What is your understanding from the scripture? And how can, like, not just children, but us just, like, as adults, like, how can we continue in this, like, honoring our parents? Like, what is your take on the scripture? Okay, well, see, that's one of my big, big 
that's one of my one of my main scriptures there and i always say this to my mom um honor your father and your mother and i always told her this not because um they're good to you it's not because they don't chastise you it's not because they do everything perfectly honor your father and mother that's what the bible tells you is no because on it so therefore i feel that my life is yet the better because i honor my father and my mother i respect them okay i um love them i i will do my best for them I honor them by being an honorable person myself. And when it says in the Bible that it makes your days longer, I always say that that I would get long, long-lasting life, peaceful life. I would get long-lasting um, blessings life. I would get long-lasting healthy life. Yes, that's how I feel that my days are longer on earth. I don't see that my days are longer on earth as being a hundred years old. That's not how I see it. Mm-hmm. I see it that the days that I'm living on earth will be blessed because I'm honoring my father and my mother. So a lot of people listen to the scripture that says your days will be longer as you're going to live out a hundred years and you honor your father and mother. <laughs> but that's not how I take that scripture. For me, that scripture means as long as I honor my father and my mother, I will have a good life. Yeah, that's good. I never um never really like interpreted the scripture that way. That's really good. Like, you know, you're honoring your father and your mother and you know, your days will be blessed and your days will be peaceful. Your days will have joy, you know, even though we still go through things, but you know, our days will still will be blessed because of us, you know, honoring our parents. And also like I feel like for me, it's like you're not like honoring your father and mother just so you can like be blessed and just so you can have long life you know here on earth like i feel like it's it's not just you know you're doing this because of what you'll receive it's more so like this is a command from god this is what he's telling us to do this is what, this is what he wants us to do this is what we need to do you know as out of reverence and obedience to god and because you know this is what we ought to do you know we owe it to god and we owe it to our parents to honor them and to respect them like you said not just so we can receive or be blessed and you know i'm gonna respect my dad today just so i can get this and you know it's not even about that it's just out of out of obedience and out of out of obedience to god and out of just love for god and also love for your parents so um yeah so what is your um take on the scripture dad well, you guys done say a mouthful about it. What I was going to say is what you said. is um, It's a command from God. And then God give us a command to, as child of God, we have to do what God call us to um, command us to do. But um, it's something that we should, out of respect, if we're smart, we should have a respect for those who were here before us, especially your parents. They, they birthed you, they bring you to this, uh, your father and your mother come together, they bring you to this life. You should 
have it. If you're smart, that's what that's what you that's what you should do. But on top of that, God gave you the command to do so, and on top of it, He add He He ta- attached a blessing to it to encourage you even the more. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, without the blessing. It should be something that you you want to do mm-hmm. because because as I say, if you're smart, you would want to do that because you're, it's your parents and are they perfect? No, but God chose them to bring you here, and not only that, you can learn from them because one day, with the grace of God, you will be parents yourself. Mm-hmm. So, as the scriptures say, um, you reap what you sow. If you're not honoring your parents. You might want to look at yourself and say, "Okay, when I when I become parents, how is my children gonna see me?" Mm-hmm. So all that is, you know. I just want to say one good point that you made is that um, it's not honoring because it's not a manipulative type of honoring, mm-hmm. like you said. Not because I'm gonna honor my parent today because I know I'll be ready to go out this weekend. I'm going to honor my parents today because I know I need these new shoes. Right. No, it's not that, you know, it's not that it's not, it's not something to play with. That's a promise from God. Mm-hmm. So therefore we should not take it lightly. Mm-hmm. We should not take it lightly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, with that being said, I think we got a pretty good episode. Um, is there any, any final words Words of wisdom, any advice, any encouragement, any last thoughts? Um, well, I had one thing. I remember we were, um, when we were IOC, we were doing something. Um, I think um, we were right in front of the World King. Pastor was doing something, and um, you and Lorenzo went up and said something. And at that time, you didn't see it, but I'm seeing the um, the product of what I was doing and you right now. And you and Lorenzo was even making fun of me. Dad would be laying down, and he would call us to go get the whistle and do the Don't make it fun. But, and, and my response to you was, I was teaching you guys how to serve others, how to serve people. It goes a long way, and that's what you're doing right now. You you do you take service, and we miss that a lot in this world. And and whatever when you, even if you're getting paid for it, you're giving a service unto somebody, and they're giving and return they're giving a service unto you. Mm-hmm. And and my philosophy is that to the best of your ability to do that service the right way especially for us who are child of God. Mm-hmm. And you didn't see it back then. You guys were laughing at me, but that's exactly <laughs> Yeah, because that's it's like the light is right there. The remote is right there. Remote land next to you. You asked me to come and get it. I was like, what? Look, he was t- you were teaching them how to yeah, say. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what you were doing. Okay, so what was he teaching me? What was I been taught? I, was, I, was, I, was, I would be laying right there, kicking yeah. him in the remote. Huh? No, <laughs> no, Your hand is longer than mine. I mean, like, seriously. You're not 
I didn't have you guys working and doing stuff. Even you, you didn't even um, have them washing dishes or doing certain things. So they had to learn how to serve you know, the best way we could implement it. Okay, so I guess so you that's guys... what that's what I was going at because I um, even sometimes taking the trash, I would go out there and take the trash myself. Take the trash out myself instead of doing having Lorenzo doing it. But whenever I could teach them how to serve, and I was doing that. So my washing the dishes and cleaning the rooms and washing the clothes was him. You <laughs> guys get in the remote, <laughs> turning the lights <laughs> out. <laughs> my final thoughts on this is like I stated before, I am blessed to. Um, that you are a blessing to others. I I pray that this podcast reaches people everywhere, letting people know that, yes, we are Christians, but no, life is not perfect. And I'm, I'm not going to say that we're not perfect because the Bible tells us that in Christ we are perfect. But the, the, this world that we're living in is not a perfect world. Mm-hmm. And then we, because we are still here in this world, we're going to go through these imperfect times. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through pain, hurt, situations that we cannot control. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we still need to remember that God is in control. Mm-hmm. God is in control. If we would just sit back and, and think about those words, God is in control, then we would know how to let go of things that we cannot control. Mm-hmm. Let go of things that we cannot control. Um, families, there isn't a family that does not go through. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we are a family. The love that connects us should be able to bring us back together. Mm-hmm. It should be able to bring us back together. Mm-hmm. There is no issue that there should not be any issue that a family cannot work through. Yeah, It shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. With God in our lives... We should, because the Bible tells us that if your brother, you have an ought against your brother, 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 brethren mean anyone that's in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. But look in your own household. If you are ought against your brother, your sister, your parent, mm-hmm. you should be able to come to your parent and say, mom, dad, as you do, yeah. as you do, can I talk to you? This is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. We should all be able to do that to each other. And mm-hmm. that's how we... That's how love is passed around. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to continue doing what you're doing. I th- I thank God that um, we did a good job with you. Okay, I think we did a great job. I'm going to pat myself <laughs> on the shoulder. Dad, uh, God is pat me on the shoulder. And um, then we did a great job with you. And then just keep up the good work. And I'm just blessed to see you blessed. That's that's what my, gives my heart joy mm-hmm. is your blessings. Yeah. Your blessings. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate it. <laughs> that's my prayer, too, that I can just continue, you know, being able to encourage and be there for people and a godly way be there for people to you know in a way that doesn't deplete me or in a way that doesn't make me feel heavy or put all these burdens on me you know because as i'm you know being a blessing and being an encouragement i know that i can you know cast my cares and my burdens onto god because he cares for us and he cares for all of us so so yeah thank you guys for coming on the podcast (laughs) You are welcome. You are welcome. Good episode. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Love you. Talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Good night. Bye.
that was such a good episode. I just want to say thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode with my parents, my first guests on the podcast. <laughs> I just hope you're able to just learn and be encouraged and just take away something from this episode and just our conversations, the different conversations we were having about just like family and just life and parenting and all the good things, all these different things. So yeah, don't forget to download, follow, rate, and review the podcast on whatever platform you listen on. It's available on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Declaration and Faith Podcast and follow my personal Instagram at I-S-R-A-M-D-A. I'll catch you guys in next week's episode. Bye, guys.